To drink hams. <laughs> when you can get it for like 40 cents a can. <laughs> How can you not get fucking hams? Am I right? Thank you. Thank you. The peanut gallery fucking agrees with me. You can turn down hams for 40 cents. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I know, it's cheap as fuck. It's cheap as fuck. I'm aware. Stop saying that. Christ, this is a family podcast. (laughs) Hey, everybody. Hey, everybody. It is uh, me. Yeah, boy. Stu. McAllister with me as always are the dogs. I got Ween Dog at the end of the couch. Sadie Dog is in the cage. Uh, she went in there on her own. The cage door is open. Every now and then Sadie Dog likes to go in and just lie down. We got the cushion there for her, so she likes it. Uh, looking into the porch, uh, I see both Larry and Cow. They're checking out the birds and whatever else comes into my backyard. And uh, so that's uh, that's a good thing. So it means they are not upstairs shitting on my bed. Larry, shut the fuck up, Larry. Get the fuck out of here, Larry. I'll kick your ass. (laughs) More drops. (laughs) Oh. But how was your day, everybody? How was your day? Was it good? Was it fun? Was it exciting? God damn, I hope it was. I hope it was, everybody. I hope it was. Why? Because today is Thursday, June 20th, 2020. Trace, hope you had a uh, good day at work, good day doing whatever you do on a Thursday, a thirsty Thursday. Hopefully it was fun and exciting. If it wasn't, if it was a shit day, have a beer, have a hams, go to bed, wake up, and tomorrow is Friday, right? It's the weekend, motherfucker. It's the motherfucking weekend. We all like the weekend, right? What the fuck? You don't like the weekend? What the fuck's wrong with you? Weekend's the greatest of all time. More drops. <laughs> Messing around with the drop board. Uh, but hey, everybody, uh, it's me, the host. If you're new to the podcast, I'm Steve McAllister. I am the host. I was a comedian for a long time. I was a social worker for a longer time, and now I make mistakes. That's the, that's what I do. I make mistakes. But yesterday, yesterday uh, was a good day for me. Uh, if you don't subscribe to the Patreon, I talked about how I had an acting gig. And, and I got paid for it. It's not the first time I've been paid for my acting skills, but I don't get paid terribly often. A good portion of the reason why I don't get paid terribly often is because I don't actively search out shit. I need to. I need to actively search out stuff. Because it's fun. I enjoy it. And I'm going to tell you this, everybody. I got paid more yesterday 
for really not doing a ton. I got paid more yesterday than I would get if I headlined a, a one-nighter comedy show. And if you're not if you're not unfamiliar with a one-nighter comedy show, it is uh, it is comedy that is performed uh, usually at a non-traditional comedy club. So usually like a bar something of that nature and they're doing comedy on a wednesday night and they do it once a month they call that a one-nighter and so i got paid more acting than i would have if i had taken one of those uh one-nighter gigs uh so what does that tell you it tells you i get paid way more than i should number one like i actually messaged the dude and i was like hey man you paid me more than you should have but he was cool with it. I'm like, did you make a mistake? Did you add one too many zeros? That's what it seemed like. But he was like, nope, you're good. And it also tells you that uh, comedy shows uh, pay shit. <laughs> if you're looking to get into comedy, don't. <laughs> don't. It's not worth it. It's more frustrating than anything. I mean, it's the, 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 the trap is is that it's fun it's fun it's exciting uh you're, you're trying to be creative you get on stage you make people laugh you get that rush you get that fucking rush and it's uh it's exciting it's you know i i'm not i've never really been a drug user but i'm assuming it's akin to like chasing that high you get that first high of whatever and they're like oh fuck i need to keep this going and uh, I'll tell you, everybody, um, I was able to get that high numerous times. It wasn't like the first time that I ever succeeded on stage was the best time ever. Because uh, it wasn't. <laughs> it wasn't. Usually you suck. Or, or maybe the very first time you get on stage, you are okay. Because normally it's like everybody in the crowd is like your friends and family. And they're all incredibly supportive. And then every other time after that for a while is... You suck because your friends and family aren't coming out to see you perform at a shitty open mic at a, on a Tuesday night at 10 p.m. They're like, fuck you. I got kids. I got fucking, I got to get up at six in the morning to work. I'm not coming out to fucking slappy Joe's on a goddamn Tuesday to hear you talk about your wiener. Eat shit. And I don't blame them. I don't blame them at all. Uh, so don't, don't do comedy. If you're interested, I'll tell you, I'll tell you all the fucking dirty secrets. Oh man. Um, but be, normally if you're new to the podcast, normally it's me. I'm ranting about shit. I'm a ra uh, uh, raven about my job, how I hate my coworkers. Uh, and I may get to that in a moment. But uh, the second part of the, of the podcast is where I actually talk about things that are going on in the world, right? News articles, things that people send to me, shit that's happening. And this, you know, I like to talk about weird, goofy shit. Like there was a, I think it was yesterday, I talked about how there was a, an accident on a highway in Connecticut because human feces was spread across the highway. Right? No, that's not normally something you're going to get on your 6 o'clock news. You're probably not going to hear about it on 60 Minutes or your NPR podcast. But I'm going to talk about shit on the highway. <laughs> so, I'm, you know, I'm looking up stuff to talk about. And I found this article where my heart immediately sank. Because it's, it's tragic for many reasons. Because a man got arrested for having child pornography. 
And uh, fucking Christ, uh, that that alone is a horrible, horrible story, right? It's a horrible story. Uh, normally, I don't like talking about shit like that. Unfortunately, in my own life, I have been, uh, I don't want to say I've been surrounded by, but on more than one occasion, a person that I've associated with and have been friends with has been busted for child pornography. And every time I'm like, what the fuck? Right? Like, you're always like, what the hell? You don't suspect that. I'm going to tell you, everybody, that uh, you you probably know someone who's got child pornography on their phone or computer. And it's just, like, so goddamn disheartening because there's just so many victims. And a child has been sexualized in the capacity of that nature is just fucked for the rest of their life they're fucked life in general is hard you don't need to be sexually abused when you're a fucking kid fucking christ i i really struggle with um adults who fucking have this weird uh sexual urges towards children it like i I I under I do understand it. Like I fucking have done several sex offender groups, and I'm completely aware of all that shit. But I'm also like, God fucking damn it! And I'm always like, What the fuck happened? And then it's usually like, Oh, they were sexually abused as a child. So it's a it's a very cyclical kind of thing. Like I don't think like if you had a regular normal childhood, and then you grow up. More than likely, uh, you're not going to get into your like mid-20s, 30s, or whatever and be like, you know what? You know what's really attractive to me? Strawberry shortcake. <laughs> I, I like Cindy from the Brady Bunch or whatever, right? You're like, no, that doesn't fucking happen. Ugh. But so this article, fuck me. Uh, this article was about a person that I, I don't want to say I know, but I don't, I don't know them. But I'm aware of their, their social media presence because this is a guy who went by the name Fluke Skywalker. He was a dude who looked like Mark Hamill. And he, he went around and he dressed up as goddamn Luke Skywalker and he called himself Fluke Skywalker. And he did. He fucking really, he looked like old Luke Skywalker, not like fucking from the first Star Wars or episode four or whatever the fuck, Star Wars, whatever, you know, he's the old guy from the last ones. So he's grizzled, gray hair, the beard, he's got all that shit. His real name is John Stevens and he's 59. And I was, I was following him on Facebook. I thought I was on Twitter or I wasn't. But I was following him on Facebook because I would just see these things. You know, he would go to like all these like Comic Cons and he would go to like hospitals and he would meet with kids and he'd do charitable organization. And now I understand why the fuck he was going to hospitals. He was probably fucking getting some diddling in while he was there. He was raising money for the children and then he was doing some diddling. <laughs> fucking God damn it. God mother. I will. I, and then I'll shove that. Ah, damn it! <laughs> More drops. John Stevens, 59, who regularly appears as the beloved Jedi Luke Skywalker, was arrested Wednesday in Cincinnati, Ohio, multiple counts of pandering sexually oriented material involving a minor. 
the alleged perv cosplayer, I did not write this article, the alleged perv cosplayer, although I wouldn't mind reading some where they're like, yeah, this fucking perv. The alleged perv cosplayer had multiple pictures and videos on his phone of very young children engaging in sex acts with adult males. <sighs> Stevens had been dressing up as the Jedi for years with clients booking him at events to support kids' charities. That was the thing! He just seemed like the greatest fucking dude! And a listener, Wendy, from down there in Louisville... Uh, she's very much into like these Comic Con things and stuff like that. She's met this guy numerous times and taken pictures with him and everything. And she's like, oh my God, yeah, he's a good dude. I'm like, fuck. When you had me attend your child's or adult's birthday party, fundraiser, company, party, or special event, I will donate 100% of your donation to local charities that help sick children. They're sick because I diddled them. Fucking God damn it. So that it's weird. There's the mugshot of him. And I don't know if they did it. Uh, I don't know if he did it. But he shaved his head down. He's got really short hair. And he shaved his beard off. So he does not look like Luke Skywalker at all. He looks like a goddamn pedophile in this picture. And there's something behind his left ear... I don't, it, it almost looks like maybe this guy like uh, had a hearing problem and he, he had like one of those, what is it, uh, cochlear implants? Cochlear, he had a cochlear implant. He had one of those. Cochlear implants. I don't, maybe it's just curly hair. I don't know. It looks like there's something behind him. The alleged child predator had amassed a following on social media of over 30,000. He gained national attention at California Comic Con in 2016 with people believing he was the real Mark Hamill because, yeah, he looked like Mark Hamill with the hair and the beard and everything. And he would, you know, he would wear the costume, the robes and all. Stevens is known to donate to the Ronald McDonald House and to the Dragonfly Foundation, both of which are focused on helping children. A high bond was requested by Woods with the attorney telling the judge that a psychologist deemed the wannabe Jedi's fantasy fuels the behavior in this case. His bond was set at $200,000 and he'll be back at court later this month. Um, yeah, fuck this guy. Fuck this guy. Fuck this guy. He can go fuck himself. Um, I did. I went to his uh, Twitter page, and it was weird. He tweeted like a couple days ago, and it was weird. He tweeted about the um, the Drew Barry or the Drew Barry Drew Carey show. And now I want to play it. Hold on a second. Here. I gotta go home and change. All right. All right, so I don't know if you remember the show. It's Drew Carey, uh, Diedrich Bader, and Ryan Stiles. And they're all together. For whatever reason, they're all wearing really weird clothing. And there's a, a woman there. They just handed her a pink popsicle. A pink popsicle. When was the last time you saw a pink popsicle? 
and she's wearing like a 1960s dress type thing. She's her hair is the style of 60s. She's got the popsicle in her hand, and I'm assuming she's gonna deep throat it. But let's see here. Yeah, she's licking it. You know what this reminds me of? Oh God, yes. When I was 16 on a really hot summer day, I'd wrap my lips around one of these. <laughs> Diedrich Bader's pants exploded. Ryan Styles' pants blew up. Do women ever explode? My dad says, yeah, but it takes forever. Honey, pizza's here. Pizza? And now Drew Carey's. Like, I knew it would be food-oriented because those were always the jokes in Drew Carey. That he was a fat fuck, <laughs> and that was it. That was uh, that was the last thing he posted—a uh, a, a sexual thing. Go figure. A guy getting busted for child pornography. God damn it! Just pisses me off. Fuck. And uh, you you know what? Um, you know what the the success rate of curing all this is zero zero percent. This, this pedophile is a pedophile for the rest of his life. He's like a goddamn alcoholic. You're, you're an alcoholic. You, you could be a dry alcoholic, or you can be an alcoholic in recovery, but you're still a fucking alcoholic. God fucking damn it. This motherfucker, it re God damn it pisses me off. I never even met the dude. But he was just a dude that I followed on social media. I'm like, oh, this guy seems like fucking super cool. He's super. I'm calling a guy who, was, who dresses up as a fictional character as being a cool dude. What what kind of fucking loser am I? <laughs> hey man, that guy's playing dress up. Oh, he's super cool. <laughs> that guy is the coolest dude I know. How many dudes do you know? One. <laughs> but uh, if you follow that guy on social media, I highly recommend that you fucking unfollow that fucking perv. Or you send him uh, messages like, hey, suck my cock. You wouldn't like it because I'm an adult. <laughs> you fucking, you dick. You fucking dick. I hope he dies. I hope he dies a horrible death. Do, 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 do. And then I'm gonna get a gun. And then I'll shoot him in the balls. I quit comedy. Ah, <laughs> uh, fuck. Fuckity fuck. Fuckity fuck. So, um, uh, today, today, I, uh, I went and I had to do, like, for those who aren't aware, I uh, sell Dibonot ice cream and I drive all over the great state of Michigan selling Dibonots to 
gas stations and uh, liquor stores and uh, putt-putt places and candy stores, shit like that, right? And today, if you look at your right hand and you open it up and you look at it, I was in the thumb. That's where I was today. It was in the goddamn thumb. I was in metropolises like Badaxe, Caseville, uh, Sebawang, Pigeon, Kind, uh, Oobly. <laughs> There's a town called Oobly. <laughs> Sandusky, not Sandusky, Ohio, Sandusky, Michigan. Ugh, I hate it. I hate that route so much. Because there's, it's just so much fucking driving. Like, I, when I get done with my very last delivery, I have a three-hour drive home. Fuck. Today was like a 13-hour day. Fuckity fuck. I hate it. I hate it so much. And there's just so many douchebags on that route. It is unreal. Unfu and I, I didn't sell shit today. That, that's the thing, too. It was not worth my while to fucking work 13 hours. I, I, I'm not sure I sold 13 cases. I, I, well, I know I did. I probably sold 17 cases, and that's not good. Between paying me and, and the wear and tear on the van and uh, the gas and everything else, it was just not fucking worth it. God damn it. Ugh. But you got to do it. Customer service. That's the thing that my boss talks about all the time. Customer service. I'm like, all right, man. Okay, let's do it. Customer service. Customer service. All right. I go in and I'm like, hey, what's up, you dicks? <laughs> I'm doing good customer service, you fucking losers. Thank God the woman in Pigeon, the woman who owns the gas station. Well, she doesn't own it. She runs it. She's the manager or whatever. Uh, you got to call her in advance. So I called her. I called her this morning. Hey, do you guys need dots? I Every time I call, I always give them a different name. I'm always like, hey, this is Larry from Dippin' Dots. Hey, this is Scott from Dippin' Dots. Hey, this is Jerome from Dippin' Dots. <laughs> do you need any product? And thank God today she said, no, we're good. I'm like, great. See you in three weeks, you loser. <laughs> this is Jerome. From Dippin' Dots. You fuck. One of the times I just want to call, like, using just strange accents where you do do the fucking, I, I love the southern accent. God damn, this is goddamn Bubba coming. I'm coming for you. I got some Dippin' Dots and shit. I need to know if you got it, if you need any uh, product or whatnot. Bless your heart. <laughs> Bubba. Who is this? This is Bubba. Swear to God, it's Bubba. My dad's name was Bubba. His dad's name was Bubba. His dad's middle name was Bubba. And that's how we got started being called Bubba. Everybody named Bubba, man. Sometimes, even in our family, the women are named Bubba. We don't give a fuck. Bubba is gender neutral. It's kind of like that name, Steve. Steve is gender neutral. Uh, but I saw some weird shit today when I was driving. I, I saw a car that had caught on fire. Fire! I've been seeing a lot of things. I saw a business on fire last week. I saw a fucking car on fire today. Like, it was a burned husk. It was not an engine fire. It was this car was on fire. 
Like, if anybody was in that car, they were dead because they were crispy. It smelled like barbecue. It was like, get out of the car, bitch. It's on fire. Created a huge traffic jam. And I'm going to tell you this. I'm driving the Dib and Dot van, right? It's clearly a Dib and Dot van. It's you know, fucking labeled and covered everywhere. Dib and Dots, Dib and Dots. People will fucking pull up next to me, like in the traffic jam. They're like, hey, can we get some free samples? Can we, can we get some free samples? Samples? And I just look at them like, hey, I know... Uh, we're not going very fast, but we're still going like five miles an hour. How the fuck am I going to get you dipping Dots, you dumb bitch? I'm driving here. You're driving. I can't like reach behind me and get some Dots for you, you fucking loser. I gotta, I'd have to put this thing in park and fucking then throw it at you. No, I'm not going to give you any Dots, you fuck. You fuck. It's, yesterday was a kid who did it. Today was a fucking an adult. Like, what's wrong with you people? Do you see anyone else in the van with me? There's no one, no one can get it for you. But uh, yesterday, I went on a tirade about how I hate road construction people because fuck them, they inconvenience my life. They don't really do anything good for the world. And I wish death upon them. <laughs> I wish, I wish death upon the fucking, fucking, Road construction people. All right, here, I'm trying to find the right thing. Where is it? Uh, is it this one? <laughs> nope, that wasn't it. It was this one, I think. Yeah, boo. Boo! Boo, you stupid boo! Boo, boo, boo! You're wishing death upon road construction dudes. So I felt bad about it. So I, I rolled up. I, you know, I'm out in the middle of nowhere. And they're like doing road construction. I The guy rips out the stop sign. Stop! And so I rolled down my window. I was like, hey, man, you want some dots? He's like, yeah. And so I got out of the van because there was nobody there. I'm in the middle of nowhere. I don't know why they're doing construction, but they were. So I got out of the van and I gave a guy a whole box. I gave him a box of dots because it was dots that had uh, melted and refrozen. So they weren't dots anymore. There was a bar, a dipping bar. It's still edible. So I told him like, hey man, here you go. All for you. It was brownie batter. All for you. Just share with your coworkers. Cause I don't know. There were six of them. Eat them. Don't eat them. I don't give a shit. I'm going to have to throw this shit away anyway. Uh, enjoy and he could not have been happier that was uh it was a good day good day for him hopefully uh that is some good karma for me and uh i won't go straight to hell hopefully thank you thank you thank you i'm a good human being <laughs> that's my that one's pro i don't that one's close to one of my top favorite drops at lady scream so a good portion of the day, I'm talking with my boss, Todd. I'm talking with Todd, and he's just complaining about everything. God damn. I love Todd. I love Todd. I'm going to get a, a button that says, I love Todd. People are like, what the fuck's Todd? I'm like, Todd's my boss. I love Todd. And, but he's just bitching about everything. I'm like, fuck. It's kind of like shit rolls downstream. 
So his boss shits on him, and then he shits on me. Like, he's not yelling at me or angry with me. He's just telling me about all this dumb shit. Like, we got a, they're building a new warehouse, so they're turning a warehouse into a, the, the Dip and Dot warehouse. There's going to be a new building for us, right? And he's telling me about it. And then I say to him, I said, hey, have any of the drivers gone over there yet? Because it sounds like you guys are making a lot of decisions that, guess what, are going to affect the goddamn drivers. Why aren't you guys getting any input from the drivers? Like, I'm not necessarily saying it should be me, but I feel like a driver should be there to go, this is a stupid idea. Because I hate it when people who are in charge make decisions for people where they don't ever have to do any of the fucking things they're making decisions about. In their brain, they're like, oh yeah, this makes sense. But then if you're actually doing stuff, you'd be like, well, this doesn't make sense because of this, this, and this. Why the fuck wasn't I uh, fucking here to advise? And the answer to that is no one gives a shit. That's the reason. No one, no one fucking cares. No one wants your input. They just want to get shit done. Ugh. And my boss is really pushing this goddamn licorice. We're selling licorice now. I don't know if I've mentioned this on the podcast. It's called uh, jump rope or rope licorice. It's like a yard long and it's cherry flavored. And it really isn't that good. I'm not going to lie to you, everybody. It isn't that good. But again, this is shit that it's made for kids. An adult is probably not going to buy a fucking yard of licorice. You're just going to buy like Twizzlers or some shit, right? You're not buying a fucking rope. What are you going to do with this rope? You're going to fucking choke someone out with it, maybe. That's about it. Some real kinky sex. I'm going to choke you out with this rope licorice, and then I'm going to eat it while you're coming too. (laughs) I said eat it and coming too in a real horrible sex joke. Huh. I wonder if Fluke Skywalker thought of that shit when he's diddling kids. (laughs) That fuck. Uh, the problem with the licorice, well, there's multiple problems. The problem with it is people got to buy a whole box and a whole box isn't cheap. And a lot of places are like, yeah, they, they're necessarily going to want to buy the whole goddamn thing. It's a lot. It's 60 pieces and an individual thing isn't the cheapest, but it's one of these things that would probably sell well in like an amusement park, a movie theater, places like that. Is it going to sell well in like a gas station? I, It's not for me to say. I don't really fucking know. So yeah, I, I, fuck. So he's really pushing that. I'm like going, man, I, you guys have given us zero instruction on how to do it. I did pitch it to a guy today who owned a candy shop. I'm like, okay, this will be good, a candy shop. And the guy was like, oh, fuck, you guys are selling this? I'm like, yep. He's like, oh, yeah, I used to sell this shit. But then my uh, supplier, he stopped selling it. So he was excited about it. I'm like, oh, great, I guess I'm going to sell a box. And then uh, and then he's like, yeah, I didn't normally buy that much from the distributor. And then he's like, yeah, your price is way higher. And I'm like, well, I guess. I don't know what to tell you, man. I've never sold the shit before. I don't buy this shit. It's it's okay to eat, but would I fucking buy it? No, I don't have a child. Would I buy it for myself? No, I just buy regular Twizzlers. I like regular Twizzlers. I like licorice. I like black licorice. I'm a weirdo. Ugh. So tomorrow, 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 I'm doing the Grand Rapids route, which is something the young fuck does, and the young fuck's not working tomorrow. 
And the boss told me he wanted me to do it because the young fuck's not there. He's like, you do it. And I want to make sure shit's getting right. And I'm like, okay, man. All right. Let's do it. Let's do it. So that's what we're doing. That's what we're doing. That's what we're fucking doing. All right. I want to mention this before I move on, before I forget. Uh, A buddy of mine, comedian from Denver, Colorado. Colorado. His name is Adam Caton Holland. Have you guys ever heard of him? He's a very funny individual. He had a show on one of those kind of like weirder, obscure cable channels. Was it True TV? Maybe. It was, I think it was called Those Who Can't. Like it was about teachers. You know, it was a high school thing. So it was the play on Those Who Can't Teach. You know, it was that fucking idea. Very funny, dude. Uh, he's coming to the Pyramid Scheme next month. August 19th, Saturday, August 19th. So I want to mention this on the free podcast because more people listen to the free podcast than the Patreon podcast. But he's going to be there at the Pyramid Scheme, Saturday, August 19th. Uh, the doors open at 7.30, 8 o'clock show, so it's an early show. It's only $12 in advance, 12 fucking dollars. And $15 the day of. Uh, the Pyramid Scheme is a great place to see a comedy show. Uh, I ran the Dirty Show there during Laugh Fest. Uh, I did that for like four years, I think. A lot of fun. Really enjoyed it. Um, it's a great venue because it's it's a music venue. So it really does have like that dirty, grimy fucking feel to it. And uh, I dig it because it's, it's small. I think it sits maybe 200 people. But it's fuck. It's great. It's great. You can go, have a good time. And then I don't know if you've ever been to the, the Pyramid Scheme or not. They got in the front area, it's a bar area, but they have a shit ton, probably, I don't know, somewhere between, ten, uh, I, I don't know, 15 to 20 pinball machines. So if you like pinball, it's a great place to fucking go. It's downtown Grand Rapids. It's super nice. The parking isn't, I'm not going to lie, the parking isn't necessarily the greatest, but it's also not the worst. So I would encourage you guys to go. I'm more than likely... I'm going to go. It'll be a great fucking time. So I just wanted to mention that. Uh, Pyramid Scheme, Saturday, August, uh, what did I say, 19th? Shit, why am I fucking an idiot? Uh, I know I'm an idiot. I'm just tired of shit. Uh, Yep, Saturday, August 19th, $12. If you go to, I don't know, if you Google Pyramid Scheme, I think you can buy, you buy tickets from them. I don't think they do, it's not Ticketmaster, it's not fucking... Uh, Evite or any of that shit. I believe it's you get it straight from uh, Pyramid Scheme. But go check him out. Adam Caden Holland. Go find his YouTube specials. I bought a book from him. He wrote a book about uh, his depression and everything else. His, uh, his sister committed suicide. Very awful. It's kind of funny. He did not mention me specifically in the book, but he talked about um, how he was dealing with like the grief and loss issues. And he was talking about his time at Dr. Grin's and how it was like his first gig back from his sister's death, I believe. And it was just like, ah, fuck. It was weird. I didn't know anything about it. Like, I I knew him kind of, sort of. And, you know, I took him around to do all the media and everything. I clearly remember it. But, you know, I mean, he didn't mention anything to me, which is is fine. I mean, we're not, we're we're not tight, tight. But he did, it's funny, he did reach out to me if I was going to come to the show I keep getting these headliners reaching out going, hey, you coming to the show? <laughs> uh, 
I, I did not know you were even coming, man. I'm, I'm stepping away from it all. So, but go check him out. I'll probably be there. Very, very, very funny dude. Very funny dude. Very funny dude. Uh, when I was coming back today uh, from the Thumb area, I was like driving through the Flint area. And I, I was, it was a fucking deluge of rain and shit. And my car, the, the van kept getting pinged. Like shit was hitting the roof and the windshield. And I was behind a truck that was hauling shit. And I'm like going, are they fucking like hauling gravel? And am I getting hit with rocks? But I was like way behind it. So I'm like going, fuck, what the fuck? So I got out of it. But it turned out it was not uh, rocks or anything. It was goddamn hail. There was, they already wrote a story about it. They said a severe thunderstorm passed through the Genesee County from approximately 2 to 3.30 Thursday afternoon. Yeah, that's when I was there. I was there probably somewhere between 3 and 3.30. And they said that hail, uh, some the size of tennis balls, were fucking coming down, crushing cars. Now, I don't, I don't think anything that big hit my car. I did see some probably like as big as like quarters. And I'm like, going, it's fucking July. What the fuck's going on? Why, why, are we, why am I getting hit with this shit? Why am I getting hit with this shit? M Live meteorologist Mark, oh my God, Tori Grossa, predicted large hail throughout mid Michigan and southeast Michigan before the storm this morning. And then they're showing pictures of the stuff hail shattered windshields thank god that didn't happen to me the people were slowing down everybody's putting on their lights you couldn't fucking see it was uh for probably about 10 15 minutes it was pretty goddamn gross it was gross and morose weird day of driving all right i think i'm gonna end on this dear annie i love these things if you don't know what i'm doing uh, it's Dear Annie, Dear Annie, Dear Abby, all these advice columnists, people write in, and I, fuck me, I don't, do you think people actually write in? Sometimes I'm thinking, uh, they just made this shit up, but it's an advice column. I have not read the letter. I have not read the response. I just read the headline and I'm like, oh shit. And so then I will read the letter and then I will give my advice and then I will read the advice of the said columnist. So this is a Dear Annie. I haven't seen any ones from dudes. Do you guys know of any ones from dudes? It's always Dear Annie, Amy, or Abby. It's get, apparently, it's got to be a woman with an A name or you get the fuck out. Only ladies with A names are qualified to give advice in newspapers. Dear Annie, my husband's adult children think they are getting an inheritance. They're not. <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> Uh-oh. See, I was really intrigued. It's so like, oh, they're not? Well, fuck. I mean, normally, like, if your parents were to pass away, normally you would get something. I mean, unless you have a really contentious relationship with your parents or maybe your parents fucking didn't have anything to give you. But normally they're going to leave you something, even if it's like, ah, I'm going to leave you my goddamn trailer and then I'll leave you my goddamn collection of uh, Budweiser cans. Right? And you get something. And then you're like, oh, I'll donate that to the dumpster. <laughs> Thanks for nothing, Ma. But all right, let's get to the letter. Here we go. Dear Annie, my husband and I are low income. All right, so there we go. Right off the bat, we ain't got shit. 
Just say that. My husband and I, we ain't got shit. But he doesn't want his adult children to know. Sadly, he lost an enormous amount of money about 12 years ago to bad investments and is quite embarrassed by it. We've been married. Well, how would your children not know? Like, if you lost shit, like, your lifestyle's got to change, right? Like, you're not living the extravagant life. Maybe you're moving out of your big house. Your cars aren't quite as fancy. You, you drive a 2009 rusty Ford Focus. Shit, shit happens. Uh, we've been married for over 10 years and have been able to sustain our lifestyle by using my savings and well, what money I brought into the marriage, but his children don't know this. Now, see, now that sounds like that's a mistake of like you're continuing to fucking lead a lifestyle that you can no longer fucking continue or you should continue. Sometimes you just need to adjust. Unfortunately, due to lack of transparency, his children live under the assumption that I'm riding on his coattails and that they will receive an inheritance. I've been sick about this for years now, but my husband is insistent that they not be told that he is dependent on me or about his financial losses. What should I do to regain my sense of self-esteem while also honoring my husband's wishes? Low income and low self-esteem. Huh. Now, this is what I don't understand. Why the low self-esteem? Like, you should have the high self-esteem. You're the one fucking apparently doing all the supporting. Right? Is it because the, the kids give you shit? Because they think you're the fucking coattail? The coattail rider? Then maybe that's when you, you pull them aside and go, listen, uh, your father doesn't want me to tell you this because he's a fucking loser, but he lost all his money and I'm the one keeping this ship afloat. Now fuck you and fuck your mom. I'm not the mom, but fuck her. <laughs> fuck your real mom. I'm the stepmom and you ain't getting shit. That's what she should say. And then maybe her self-esteem would be better. How close to death are they? Like, it's weird. It's weird. Maybe they're in poor health. I don't know. All right, let's see what she wrote back. Uh, dear low income and low self-esteem, if your husband does not want to tell his children about his financial losses, then you should respect his choice. Fuck that. So long as he isn't perpetuating any gossip about you or misleading his children into thinking they have an inheritance, which apparently it sounds like he is. Because they seem to think that he, they're getting an inheritance and he's not fucking denying it. He should be like, well, guess what? We ain't got shit. We ain't got a piss, uh, piss to pot in. <laughs> we ain't got a piss to pot in. Then there's no need for you to waste your time making assumptions about what his children may or may not think. If you're st 